0: But to be able to sit back and watch a movie of yourself being played out before you with the decision you have to make is a great way to see, man, if I wasn't me and I'm standing outside of me and I had to make this decision I'm about to make right now, how would I make this decision? What's up, family? Welcome to the Bacon Bits podcast, where we desire for you to take the bits of information and immediately apply them to your life for success. The ground rules for our podcast is that it will always be encouraging, uplifting, and informative. The areas of life that we will be talking about on this episode of the Baking Bits podcast is dealing with having a balanced life. In order for you to get started, we have to say these wonderful five words that I love saying out loud. Say valuable. Information applied equals success. And what we're going to be talking about in these next collection of episodes is how to deal with life. man. Uh, People have been having a lot of issues with uh, anxiety and depression, and I am no therapist, so let's make that clear up front. Uh, Definitely go get the help that you need if you need some professional counseling or therapy. But I definitely want to help the average everyday person that will not go out and seek uh, some help, but will need to hear some things that will help them. Navigate through life. So this episode is called "Watch the Movie." It is super important that before we ever make a move in whatever direction we're going in, that we should play the move out like it's an actual movie or a video. Uh, this is the number one coping skill that I use for my own personal self before I make any major decisions because uh, me used to used to be a hot tempered. Uh, young man, now, you know, older and more mature, supposedly. Uh, we still can make decisions if we're not careful that will literally destroy our lives. So it is super important that we sit back. I mean, it don't have to take a long time because, you know, we can play movies really quickly in our head. Take take about five, 10 seconds of your time in whatever decision, whether you're super mad, you're anxious, you got to make a, a life changing decision, whatever that may be. For you to take at least 10 seconds to sit back and know that whatever I do with this move I'm about to make, this decision I'm about to make, can totally alter the direction of my life. So I'm going to use a couple of scenarios. Uh, My wonderful queen, uh, when we found out in 2017 uh, in December, that she had brain tumors. I mean, we literally didn't have any time to think. It was literally she had to be in surgery that next morning. But I knew and she knew that this was going to be devastating. We knew this was uh, a new version of herself that we would uh, see and we wouldn't see the old version ever again. So we had to, you know, see what decisions were we going to make that was going to alter our lives. You know, were we going to pursue every avenue we possibly could with every surgery, uh, look up at all the information when we truly didn't even have time, or were we going to sit there? Just really take it all in, be accepting of what was happening at the moment, and pray, and just enjoy each other's company at that moment. You know, because we could have lost it. Uh, So many people, unfortunately, that are in relationships, uh, especially couples, that if something devastating happens to the the spouse, the other spouse who is still healthy and uh, usually will depart and. Divorce the person that they're in a relationship with because they're not with the person that they uh, married And we made decisions up front I'm like, nah I ain't leaving my baby for nothing So that's one of those things that you have to make a permanent decision with a temporary I mean, a, uh, yeah, permanent decision with a temporary decision that you're about to make What is that thing that you're doing that you're saying, man, if I make this move right here What, is, what does it look like for, in the future? And we have to slow down, as I need to do right now as I'm doing this podcast, (laughs) is to slow down and really think through what is it that's about to happen, you know, and what happens, you know, because we have an extreme fear of the unknown. But the one decision we did know we was going to make is that we were going to be in this marriage for the rest of our lives until she, myself or both of us took our last breath. We made a decision, conscious decision. To know that we were going to stay in this marriage regardless of any ailments, sicknesses, diseases, poor, poverty, whatever it may be. We were going to stay in this relationship. And that was one of the things being on going on our 14th year of marriage this year, August twenty eighth, It was one of the greatest decisions I ever made in my life. Super thankful. But that led back to the decision to get married in the first place, because when you make those vows, That's that's what you're saying before God is that in sickness and in health for richer, for poor, through good times and bad till death. That is a promise, a vow you are making that we should keep. That will be a great decision you will make over the course of your life. But we have to make sure that guess what? Play that movie out. What's going to happen when you make that decision right there? And I got to say something about the the other stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. I've I've been married before. And so I had to say in my uh, previous marriage, you know, when I had to uh, make that call to get a divorce because of circumstances, I had to say to myself, you know, play the movie out. What is this going to look like? You know, and I had to give up one of my uh, number one goals I had in my life as a kid was I wanted to be married one time for the rest of my life. And sometimes you have to have a funeral for that decision that you made because you can't keep it for whatever reason and so i had to think about you know how is this going to affect the kids how is it going to affect my life uh you know my job had my health you know my mind my spiritual realm spiritual sense you know you have to really sit back and think about what's this decision that you're about to make that's going to truly alter the course of your life so every time we're about to make a move i want us to really take our time and reflect on this decision i'm about to make right now How it will affect the course of my life. And one of the uh, why I use this coping skill is because sometimes you have to stand outside of yourself to be able to see yourself objectively, you know, because when we're in the situations that we're in, whether we're super angry, you know, uh, having a lot of anxiety, you know, your mind's going crazy, whatever it may be. We can't think objectively because we're in our feelings and we're us at the same time. But to be able to sit back and watch a movie of yourself being played out before you with the decision you have to make is a great way to see, man, if I wasn't me and I'm standing outside of me and I had to make this decision I'm about to make right now, how would I make this decision? And with that being said, you know, you had to think about this. So I'm going to use an analogy of a football game. So you're a player on the field. And the field is called life. Yeah, everybody, everybody has to play this game. It's it's, if you're born, you're breathing. It's this game called life that you have to play. So that's the field that you're playing. You know, if you are a great player and want to win championships, you have to have a team around you. We can't live this life on our own. So I have me. We got 10 other players on the field. And guess what? We are playing this game within the parameters of this field. So you got 100 yards, not counting the end zones of this football game that we're playing called life. Now, you have fans in the stadium now. So let's just say uh, I'm going to use a small number. So 40,000 fans in the stadium and they just hollering and screaming. Just imagine those fans are your emotions. You got 40,000 people. You got 40 different types of emotions all playing at the same time. Now, if I'm not careful I would allow those fans to dictate how I play on the field. And that's the same thing with our lives. If we're not careful, we will allow our emotions to run the show. Our emotions are there uh, for a reason, but they are not to run the show. And that's what we have to be careful of. Uh, when I'm playing good, guess what? The f- fans are going to be cheering, uh, hooting and hollering and doing all that wonderful stuff. If I'm playing bad, The fans are going to be booing, you know, cussing at me, going off, acting a fool. But I cannot allow the fans to dictate how I play the game. And that's the same thing with our own personal lives. We can't allow uh, something outside of ourselves to dictate how the game is played. Yes, you have emotions. Yes, I want you to feel those emotions. But to actually allow those emotions to make the decisions for you, that's where you have to pull back. Watch the game tape and say, be like, OK, I cannot and will not allow my emotions at this time to run the show in my life, because it's just like on a football team. There are certain plays that have been drawn out for you to receive the ball, and there are certain plays that your teammates are supposed to receive the ball. But in either scenario, with each play, you have to run the play, whether you're getting the ball or not. So when I say you have teams I use, I have my wife as uh, one of my players. I have three of my homeboys that are my players. So I always say starting five when I'm talking about basketball. And, you know, you can be a great individual player. You can be a Micah Jordan type player in life. But if you don't have a team, I can guarantee you, you ain't going to win no championships because you're going to have to run up against this team called the Pistons. And the Pistons is a five-star team that has great individual players But an awesome team, they might be no name players that, you know, they're not in the top in the league and what they do. But when it's all said and done, they play together so collectively and and conducively well that they win championships. And that's what we're trying to do in life. We need to have people around us. That's going to help us win these championships. Now, uh, one player can't just have another player. Yeah, it's Cool to have a friend that you can rely on and they're there for you. But guess what? Your friend also has a life. So the cool part about having a squad is in case one person can't be there for you at that moment, because guess what? They are living their lives. You have two or three other people that you can call just in case, in case you have to make a major decision in your life. And they'll be there to help you play this scenario, out, help you watch the movie that you need to be watching to make sure you make a sound decision. And that's super important. You got to understand, like I said, there are certain rules in the game. You know, if I make this wrong move in the game, guess so I'm going to be out of bounds. I'm going to be disqualified and I can't play no more. So I got to ask myself, if I run this play, will this play make our team successful? If I run this play, will I get a chance to score on this play? So that's the things that we have to sit back and say to ourselves. What am I doing and this move right here, that's going to really affect the choice I'm about to make. How does that play out in a movie? Using another scenario. When I turned 21, I went from Flint, Michigan to Tucson, Arizona. And I did some studying. So I went to look at what the population was of Tucson. I was checking out the weather. What's the main industries in Tucson? I was really looking forward to because I knew nobody except my best friend whom I was moving to, to Tucson with. That was the only person I knew when I moved to Tucson, and Tucson was a major change because Flint, Michigan, at that time, had about 150,000 people. When I moved to Tucson, Tucson had 650,000 people, so it was a major move uh, for me to make. Uh, Tucson has grown to be one of the top 60 biggest cities uh, in the United States, so this this city is progressing. It's a beautiful move. And it's a great investment of when I made a decision at 21 to know at 55, I still believe in my heart with everything in me that what, that's, this was the greatest move that I ever made. And I am so grateful to have made that move. But that goes back to I played the movie out in my mind of what would it look like if I moved to Tucson, Arizona, not knowing anybody, not having a job lined up uh, and knowing that, you know, what I believe in my heart with everything in my being. This was going to be the greatest move I ever made. And I'm so glad I made that investment so that I could have the kind of life that I have now. But that came from watching the movie, playing it out and seeing what it looked like. And that's what we need to do is slow down, pay attention to what is this move I'm about to make? That's going to radically change my life forever because we don't have a lot of aha moments. It's not a lot. You know, we have everyday decisions we have to make. And those are things that we don't have to, you know, do a lot of thinking about. But there are going to be at least about five to seven major AHA moves that you have to make in life. And AHA stands for uh, the letters A-H-A, uh, awakening. You know, I got to wake up because what's happening in my life right now is either not working or it's working for right now. But I need to make a move right now to have a better future. The H is brutal honesty. I got to tell myself You know, if I make this move, what's going to honestly happen? I mean, it could be for better, for worse, but I got to be brutally honest with myself. So whatever that thing is, whether I got to, you know, uh, make this move so I can make more money, whether I got to make this move for my sanity, whether I got to make this move for my health, whether I got to make this move for my mental state of capacity so I can be at my best. Uh, Is this a move that I feel in my heart? God uh, led me to live so I can make this move. He put it on my heart. So I have to sit back and say, okay, let me be brutally honest. And if somebody asks me why I'm making this move, I can give them a clear cut direction on why I made this move. And then you have a action. What action steps do I need to make? Because I can be awoke by the decision I need to make. I can be brutally honest about the decision I need to make. But if I don't have no action steps towards that move, which 90 percent of people don't actually do a move, it's going to be heartbreaking. It's going to be detrimental and it's going to be one of those could have, should have, would have moments that I'm going to look back over in my life and say, dang, I wish I'd have made that move. So you're going to have about a five or seven of those, you know, aha moments where you got to make a move. You got to make a, a, a clear cut decision on what needs to be done. But that means slowing down, paying attention and saying, you know what, this is what's entailed in this move. I got to make so brothers and sisters, please do me a favor. Don't make a hothead move. Don't make a rash decision. Don't make a decision that you are all caught up in your emotions. Do me a favor. Slow down. Play the movie out of this decision that you make. If I make this decision, it's going to look like this. And if I make this move, it's going to look like this. And you might even have a third option. If I make this move, it's going to look like this. So do me a favor. Slow down. Pay attention to each decision you got to make and play the movie out and see what's the best move with the information that I have that I have to make. Because what I don't want to happen is you to, to ponder too long on a decision you need to make and what ends up happening. We don't make any decisions because we were too overwhelmed by the information that we got. So it's about slowing down, watching the movie, playing it out and seeing what is the best move I need to make. This is your boy, John Bacon, with another segment of Bacon Bits. Love you guys. God bless. All right. What's up, family? It's your boy, John Bacon, from the Bacon Bits podcast. Thank you so much for your support, likes, and ratings. Please don't just listen, but rate me, follow me, and subscribe. This is an amazing way to offer free support. My beautiful queen and I have some books that we have written for your growth.
1: So, the first book we have is a workbook actually. It's called Healthy Relationships, and this is a workbook through the lens of faith because what makes a relationship healthy or unhealthy? So this workbook is designed, is a 12-week, it's a biblically grounded course, and every week has a, a few different principles. So if some of our principles, some of our topics that we're covering are respect, uh, cultivating security. And this is not just between a husband and wife, this is between parents, between siblings, between friends, between your bosses, employers. So it's really important and everyone deserves a healthy relationship. And also
0: we have The Balanced Life by John Bacon. It covers how to be prosperous in your finances, relationships, your health, your mind, and your spirit. So you can pick that up on Amazon, also on audiobook. And we also have
1: The Unraveling, a creative healing journal. Pinings, poems, prayers, and ponderings of my precarious life. Um, I've had a testimony of uh, I've had two brain tumors and two brain surgeries and I'm super grateful but I'm still grieving the process of healing and this is part of the process in this book you have devotionals you have prayers and you have some ponderings and in between these pages there's a space for you to also be prompted to paint and to create uh, your own or maybe you want to write something in these books this is part of your creative healing journal that we get to walk through together
0: and you guys can just head over to kingdom servants first kingdom servants the number one st.com and you can purchase all three of these books thank you for your support your love and your
1: contributions god bless